because I'm a Spice Girl. Speaking of Spice Girls, we're going to start this episode. So the one we're covering, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> this is podcast without a cool acronym. And we talk about Phineas and Ferb. And today we're talking about episode uh, 233? Yeah. Four, three? Yeah, that's what I have. Great. It's called Nerds of a Feather. It's a two-parter. It slaps. Go watch the yeah. episode. Okay, it's um, so funny. <laughs> it starts out fittingly and boldly uh, with Candace having yeah. a lucid dream. <laughs> yeah. She wakes up in her bed and then she's like in, I mean, the art direction is phenomenal. She's like in lucid dream world, whatever. She's like, oh, wow, I'm having one of those dreams where I can control things. She just explains what lucid, lucid dreams are. Yeah. Her zebra friend is there. Oh, it's also, friend. I guess they referenced the 2008 Obama campaign, so I guess this is okay, in like yeah. 2009. <laughs> oh, Look, geez. it was it was a great time. Um, and then Candace like <laughs> she falls. She's like, I'm gonna fly, and she leaps out of bed and then face plants onto the floor. Yeah. And like the dream yeah. world starts to break around her, and she's like, I've broken my mind. It's the worst way I can imagine it's waking up. It's traumatic. So scary. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like iPhone ringtone and then this. So <laughs> Phineas and Ferb walk up in full cosplay and are like, LOL, just kidding, Candace. We were gaslighting you with special okay. effects. Um, <laughs> just razzing. Yeah. That's like a crime against humanity. Like, it's that's not torture. Okay. Listen, they it's not the first time jail. that they will commit light terrorism with special effects in this episode. True. Um, but... <laughs> I was like, do they know about her mind zebra? Like, why was he there? And okay, they address yeah. it in a second. But anyway, they're getting ready to go to a sci-fi and fantasy convention. It's Comic-Con. To meet their special effects hero, Clive Addison. And I was like, is Clive Addison I... an animator? <laughs> like, what okay. is his job? I, like, first of all, <laughs> I am not in the film world. <laughs> but it feels... <laughs> To me, like, they use the phrase special effects very loosely in this yeah, episode. Yeah, it's really all over the place. <laughs> it just could mean anything. I'm like, that's so many people's jobs. Like, he didn't yeah. single-handedly do... Was he, like, a creative director or, like, right. I don't know what like, the movie jobs what? are. Also, I'm like, are those the guys that usually go to Comic-Con and, like, sign things? <laughs> I also don't know. Look, do I think that people who work in effects should have a a union and b more recognition? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course. Do I think that that was true in two thousand nine that they got yeah, that? No. No. Anyway, they're really excited about Clive Addison. Okay, wait. Also, sorry. I they did such yeah. a good job that I thought Clive Addison was a real person, like someone doing a cameo. <laughs> like it was a he's cameo. Not, yeah, it's just he's a not, fake made guy. Up. Sure, makes sense. Um. Anyway, Candace then delivers my favorite line of the episode, which is, oh, that explains why you're dressed in costumes from Giant Losers the Musical. <laughs> it's so good. Perfect burn, no notes. Uh, she also says later, I didn't write this down, but she says, stop being related <laughs> to me. I love that one. Which is fun. Phineas is unfazed. He yeah. just like keeps going and explains his costume. He's like, I'm whatever, whatever guy. I didn't write them down. Me, me Basically, the two fandoms in this episode are Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or possibly Star Trek or, and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Star Those are the science same fiction. Thing. 
and Lord of the Rings, which let's just address this up top, are not fandoms that like have problems with each other. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure on some level they do. But it tends like to be like, this. like fandoms tend to fight more over small differences kind of things. Like right. Star Trek and Star Wars. Like, sure. It's a problem. But like, they're so different but, that I think people don't care. And right. also a lot of people like both. Anyway, in this episode, they're diametrically opposed and have irreconcilable differences. Yeah. So he's dressed as some Star Wars guy and uh, Ferb is dressed as like an elf or whatever. Uh she's also like enough of your special effects and your zebras or whatever and they're like zebras Zebra. like we didn't put that in there just a regular hallucination awesome. that's fine <laughs> he also she's also like get out of my room and he goes ferb and i aren't even in your room we're already at the convention oh special gosh. effects and i was like that's once again not yeah what special effects that's is. not yeah, what that means. It's just magic. Did you put 12 projectors in Candace's room and okay, then you like Zoom called in to yeah. just do a little prank when she woke up? What are you what are you doing? What's happening? Special effects, I guess. It's fine. Uh the convention center really has gone all out for this Comic-Con. Okay. Like I I don't know what. Don't- my note is, did they put that stuff on top of the convention center? Or do you think it always yeah, looks listen, like that? It's like 900 of the nerdiest Macy's Day balloons you've ever seen are okay. duct taped to the top of this convention center. It is definitely, The volume of the yeah. balloons is greater oh. than that of the convention yeah, center. They built a second building on top they of did. this building. The inside is also like, yeah, looks great. Like there's so much going on yeah they really went hard they did anyway phineas says science fiction and fantasy together at last and i was like literally comic-con happens every year but okay i know what the it's groundbreaking hard cut to um what i wish was this entire episode of television and also Ugh. 40 more seasons of television it's doof narrating what we find out is like a tv show and he's just, he start, it's so, so we hear him in a voiceover and he's like, it's that we see a wanted sign for Perry the platypus on the tree. Yeah. And then we like pan down, he's doing like script narration. And uh, basically it's a TV show that he's pitching. The premise of which is, I will read verbatim to you, he says these words. Actually, a real narrator comes in and says these words. <laughs> a fugitive semi-aquatic special forces amateur stage magician... Already a lot to unpack. Framed for a crime he didn't commit, parentheses, the 1865 assassination of Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) So this show either takes place in 1865 or both the platypus and we'll find out his partner are time travelers. Anyway, that entire thing joins forces with a rogue trillionaire rogue why we don't know extreme fighting champion from the future yep okay (laughs) together with the aid of rick it's an acronym for what we don't find out uh they're super crime fighting high-tech talking rickshaw oh my gosh which is played by major monogram in the credits it says starring major monogram as rick the rickshaw yeah so in this pitch that doofenshmirtz is making he would be casting Major casting major monogram Uh, they'll bring hope, justice, and various degrees of aquaticness to a tri-state area in peril. Perfect. No notes. No notes. 
I do have notes on the name of the show, which we find out is Doofenpuss. Um, yeah. Which I don't love. They spent 0.1 seconds on that. <laughs> it's... I... Yeah. It's... Here's the thing. <laughs> it's a parody of every show that came out in 1985. But also... I would watch 14 seasons yeah, of it. So, uh, yeah. you know, who am I to criticize? The premise of the episode that is being, that we're watching currently. So basically, rather than getting an actual Doofenshmirtz plot intercut with whatever's happening with the boys, we just get this TV show episode, which honestly I wish happened every time. Same. Uh, the premise of this episode is that the mayor is a werewolf. Yeah. So we have like this scene where Doofenshmirtz and Perry in character are at breakfast with rick the rickshaw of course and rick is giving them a briefing about how the mayor uh is turning into a werewolf yeah anyway it's cut away from that to my dismay um (laughs) back in real life candace is uh sneaking out of the house in the most obvious way possible with the biggest duffel bag in the world it's insane Linda is furiously cleaning the stove and doesn't look around once. She's just like, where are you going? Yeah, and Candace the, is like, like, uh, uh. Like eyes in the back, you know, like mom knows Yeah, it's a real bit. mom, yeah. real mom energy. Anyway, Candace is like, um, I, uh, and I was like, you didn't think of an excuse right? before you left the house? Subterfuge is your whole deal. Anyway, she's like, I'm going to Stacy's. And Linda's like, great. What's, What's in, in the, the big bag? bag? Candace goes, smaller bags. Amazing. <laughs> and Linda's like, great, have fun, because she doesn't care. Anyway, Candace leaves. Yeah. Uh, the boys are wandering around the convention center, and Irving and uh, whatever his name is. Alfred? Uh, Just kidding, I don't know. Al- Albert. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Are, like, arguing over their fandoms, because they are not capable of liking two things at once. Unlike, apparently Phineas and Ferb are the most emotionally mature people in this episode, which, which is crazy. Is so ironic. Also, Isabella is not here, weirdly. Yeah, because But also maybe... <laughs> I mean, yes, this would be resolved immediately. <laughs> but also, I'm like, maybe she was just like, I don't really want to go to a that convention center terrible. full of nerds. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, um... So they're, like, arguing, Irving and Albert are arguing about, like, whatever, their fandoms. They're, like, space is better than the forest, whatever. So um, the boys, Phineas and Ferb, see Clive Addison, like, across the hall, and they're like, yes, we're going to go take him our special effects demo reel. And I was like, are you hoping to get jobs? Like, yeah. what? what? What are you doing? Are you going to have him sign your demo reel? That would be cool. To what end? Anyway, they're like, sweet. And they try to go. And then Irving immediately, like, Clive blocks them immediately. So they, like, can... <laughs> He's like, I need you to settle the dumbest fight in the world between me and my 25-year-old brother. Okay, also, sorry to interrupt. Um, So everyone's in costume. It's Comic-Con energy. I get it. But Irving mm-hmm. is dressed up as, like, the equivalent of R2-D2. But his arms are inside his costume the whole time. Yeah. And his like, entire body is, is inside a trash can. The only visible part of him is, is his face. face. Uh, we find out later he has like a little robot reacher grabber arm that comes out of his head (laughs) but i also was just like i don't want to know what's going on inside that trash can like is i just oh boy i don't want any questions answered about that so he is yeah he's fully 
if you tipped him over, he wouldn't He'd be able to get die. back up. He would just roll across the floor of the convention yeah. center. Anyway, uh, that's yes, what I they're mean. all in extremely high high effort yeah, costumes. Yeah. Um, so Phineas is like, "Can you maybe like leave me alone? Like I am here for something else." And Irving is like, "Oh, I see you're in mourning." Oh, <laughs> in reference to Ferb in an elf costume because he's the most dramatic boy in the world. Phineas, to his credit, is trying his best to avoid. He what is. rapidly devolves into a war, but Irving is just like, it's so I too had to accept that I no longer have a brother. And I was like, he likes a movie. I know. You maybe. In, in this case, Irving is correct. You should disavow. Yeah, Albert but that's just because Albert go no contact. Sucks. But Phineas and Ferbar are actually friends. Yeah. Anyways, Phineas is like, why is this happening? Um, yeah, so they're like, people keep walking up and being like, whatever. Star Wars is better than Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Your elf costumes are dumb. Whatever. So they, it's like a whole fight and Phineas like can't get to see Clive Addison. He's like, ugh. It's so sad. It's legitimately annoying. Back to Doofenshmirtz's insane TV show. Yeah. goodness. (laughs) We've missed a few scenes because Doofenshmirtz and Perry are now in full drag and doing a magic trick for the mayor in his office. (laughs) Why? How? We don't know. Oh my god whatever doof is like in the middle of sawing perry in half he does say platypuses they're like butter um (laughs) which is funny because i guess so somebody brings in roger the mayor a surveillance photo from the wig and turban supply store what amazing what (laughs) and he's like it's doof and puss and i was like did you think it was a different man and platypus man and platypus (laughs) duo Oh my gosh. Bonkers. Also, did they just show up to City Hall to be like, we have a magic trick to show the mayor. Yeah, what was the rest of that plan? (laughs) Yeah, what were they going to do after that? Like, how were they going to reveal that he's a werewolf? I don't even know. We simply don't know. It's just Roger, yeah, he like is like, aha, gotcha. And he pushes a button that summons ninja vampires (laughs) to destroy them. Honestly, yeah. there's it's so many asks. It's so much happening. But again, it's perfect television and I would watch it. 100%. Perry yeah. is literally sawed in half, so the two halves of Perry are fighting the ninja vampire. Yeah. They also keep cutting to like random objects exploding. Oh my gosh. It's great. It's it's fantastic. Uh, Dupont has the line, "I picked the wrong day to stop carrying garlic-scented throwing stars." <laughs> Incredible writing, 10 out of 10. We love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Then we get back to the convention center for this C-plot that I have infinite questions about. So Jeremy's at the convention center. He's at a face-painting booth with Susie. Because he's, like, taking her to the convention, whatever. Sure. Susie, or... Jeremy answers his phone and it's Stacy. He's like, hey, Stacy. And then they're like, she's like, where's Candace? And he's like, I don't know. I thought she was with you. And she's like, oh, well, she told me she was with you. And I was like, it's a Amazing. web of lies. Also, it is devastating that Candace's two closest friends, like, don't know. know anything about Like, you would think at least Stacy would know that she right? likes I Ducky Momo. I thought Stacy knew. Whatever. Anyway, so sad. Anyway, yeah. We see Ducky Momo, like a full mascot, Ducky Momo, and she keeps overhearing everyone at this convention call them lame 
like she so keeps yeah. walking in on conversations where they're like ducky Ducky momo sucks, sucks right yeah. and they're like yeah and then they turn Which around I'm like ducky momo is there <laughs> yeah like, that's the saddest thing i've ever seen anyway Susie loves ducky momo so she like runs and ducky momo hides around a corner and then before checking whether it's safe at all candace yep. whips off her ducky momo head to be like ugh, my uh, life is so uh, hard and i was like first like, of girl, all take a peek around babe i know right <laughs> try harder she says the line, why is it so hard for a lifelong closet Ducky Momo fan to go to a science fiction and fantasy convention and find cool rare Ducky Momo collectibles without <laughs> anyone discovering her dark, humiliating secret? And I was like, first of all, babe, you are in a full mascot costume. Yeah. Like, you are doing nothing but drawing attention to okay. yourself. Also, it like quacks every time she walks. Okay, I have questions about that. Okay, we can get there later, Is that built but... into the suit? Does she yeah. make that noise? <laughs> Why is, it, is she I, doing that? Because uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It. I'm like, you couldn't be more obvious. Like, yeah, it just, just put on a different disguise. Put right? on a regular on human a disguise. Wig. Wear a different outfit. Yeah, I don't know. Bonkers. So anyway, we find out that, yeah, she's like at the convention because she wants to get Ducky Momo merch, but she like, no one knows that she loves Ducky Momo. Which also brought me to the question, why is part of this convention Ducky, Ducky Momo? Momo? like ducky momo doesn't doesn't seem to fall into either sci-fi or fantasy and also comic-con is famously not for small children yeah i also i don't know i don't know either it also seems like those are the only three things that's there or like the two tv shows and ducky momo like star wars lord of the rings door the explorer like why what's happening here anyway so then we get like a devastating toy story style song montage oh, about how candace loves ducky momo so sad. it's a full minute long and did almost make me cry like yeah. she's like it's just about like a little girl she loves ducky momo and like candace still loves it and there, it does also have the line now when life throws eggs i know how to duck which is hilarious <laughs> so funny. but anyway. Yeah, anyway so that's candace's tragic backstory in this uh meanwhile Phineas is trying and failing at conflict resolution between these two groups. They call themselves Finkies and Speckies. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Irving pulls him aside and is like, uh, you need to meet with the Almordian Council because the nerds at this convention have already created some sort of bizarre society in the two hours that they've been there. My question is like, where are... The adults. Where are the employees? Yeah, Where who's is running this? Who's like? Are there no, not like panels that you guys want to go to? Yeah. It seems like a lot of you are spending the whole convention in the men's bathroom, which, which is weird. I'm like, shouldn't an employee go in there and be like, yeah, you can't actually guard the men's bathroom, twelve year olds. Yeah. Um. Also, like tickets to this were a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and I feel like maybe you'd want to do more then hang out in a bathroom but whatever. whatever irving is like come with me and he brings him to the bathroom where balji is king of the nerds he sits on a throne of toilet paper oh, and he's insane. wearing like some weird alien costume space bunny. he's really milking it also he he's like <laughs> whatever uh they, they bring him in and they're like bad news ferb is dressed as an elf and balji's like oh we've lost ferb he's fallen they're being so dramatic. It's so annoying. And Phineas is so rightfully annoyed. He's like, this is stupid. Literally, I want to talk to one guy. He sees Clive Addison in, in the, the bathroom. bathroom. 
and tries to go talk to him and Irving headbutts him with his trash can costume <sighs> for no reason. It's no so mean. Reason. And Clive leaves. Also, <laughs> if I was Clive Addison and I walked into a bathroom and there were eight 12-year-olds oh, like doing a thing I'd in leave. there, I'd be like, I'm going up floor up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no This kidding. is not my problem. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. So Phineas is like, they're like, it's so sad that Ferb loves elves. And he's like, oh, no, it's really cool, actually. And he starts yeah. telling him about Ferb's costume. And he reveals the fact that Ferb spun his own wool for his yeah. costume. And I was like, that is bonkers. That's insane. I believe it, though. Uh, Baljeet's like, well, Ferb is dead to us now. F- Phineas is like, can we not just like two things? Like, why? Yeah. Why? And for or Baljeet's like, no, the line must be drawn here, right between Phineas and his loved ones. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Phineas is like, could we maybe, like, just go talk to them? Like, why yeah, are we doing this? And Baljeet's like, have you met the leader of the Finkies? And we hard cut to Buford in cosplay as, like, a dwarf with antlers. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, Buford uh, is, like, rightfully, correctly, um... He's like, why? You might wonder why I, famously a bully, yeah, <laughs> uh, have taken a leadership role in such a geek-centered enterprise. <laughs> and then basically he's like, it's because I couldn't resist the bullying potential yeah. of a convention center oh full of nerds. Gosh. He's like, I came here to beat you up. Which doesn't... He doesn't anyway. do he that, He doesn't though. do that. The real reason is that he loves Right, this is a real Ducky Momo situation. Called. Yeah, exactly. He's also in full costume. I'm like, he yeah. also spun his own wool to right? make his dwarf costume. So, right. You know. Um, anyway, then <laughs> Phineas is like, he's bringing Belgi over to talk to them. And he's like, come on. It, Bu- I'm sure Buford, their leader, is like reasonable. And I was like, Phineas, you've met Buford. Right. And you know that that's not true. Even day to day, he's not reasonable. Like, what, like, what would just... lead you to believe that that would be the case? Yeah. He's also so laser focused on Clive Addison's presentation he's like this will be fine and then i'll get to meet my hero please i'm begging you it's all i want uh they get there and balji is like phineas is like balji brought a peace treaty so that we can all agree on peace and then i can go meet clive addison uh balji's peace treaty is not ideal peace treaty (laughs) it's not a peace treaty he's like you have to admit that our movie's better and that you guys all suck uh, and obviously Buford is like, no, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Uh, and they declare a full war. They're like, well, guess we have to physically fight each other at this convention now. Once again, aren't there like <laughs> rules or something? This yeah. It's a public Are... space. <laughs> I don't know. Also, everyone here this. seems to be a child. And I'm like, that okay. is not. Yeah. How it works. I also don't think I would let my 10-year-old kids go, go to, to a, a sci-fi convention, convention solo. That no seems way. like a bad idea. Literally. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what? so yeah, they're like, we're at war now. And they go away to prepare, prepare their weapons or whatever. Yep. And that's the end of part one. Yep. And then we get into part two. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to take a break or anything. It's only been 10 minutes. <laughs> I know that was so fast. I, yeah, which would, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the last part of this will be like really into it. Probably not though. I don't have that many notes. 
it's just it's good. just good it's like, like it's, it's hard there's nothing really to, to like, talk about because it. it's a good episode of television i know i feel like all the ones that are really long are just like the worst episodes so we talk about right. them the whole time yeah yeah okay <laughs> so uh <clears throat> sorry we cut off and then we come back in and it's doofenpuss the show and the narrator's right. like now we return my new favorite to doofenpuss. Show. yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, we do. Dr. Uh, Dubich, and Perry are tied up in a closet and they're like struggling to get out of the ropes. And you know, he's. Yeah, they're in a closet. It's like a 75 it's square huge. foot closet. It's a room. It's the size of my house. <laughs> it's huge. Anyway, so they're like struggling. Dubich Mertz is like justifying himself that they didn't win. Like, he's like, what do you. There, there were 75 of them and only two and a half of us or whatever. <laughs> two and a half. One and a half. Anyway. <laughs> One and two halves, oh, I think is okay. One and two halves. So yeah. and then someone else they like hear someone else struggling with the ropes and it's the mayor and so Doof without hesitation just goes, The mayor and like tackles him while they're both <laughs> still in their ropes. Yeah. They're like for context, they're fully they're, like, tied like head to toe. Yeah, like like yeah. Looney Tunes style on the road. Right, tracks. like a hog tie. Yeah. Like, yeah, Your exactly. whole torso is covered in yeah. rope. So he wiggles over to the mayor yeah. and like flops at him. <laughs> and the mayor's like, literally, what are you doing? I'm the real mayor. Obviously, that guy's an imposter. <laughs> I'm What's tied happening? up in a closet yeah. right now. <laughs> Doof is like, oh my gosh, oh that my makes gosh. a lot of sense. He goes, even as I was attacking you, I was thinking to myself, why would he tie himself up in a dark closet with this? Anyway, oh my gosh. Perry escapes from his ropes and Doof goes, oh, you freed yourself with your magician skills. And Perry pulls out a pair of scissors and he goes, oh, also scissors. Anyway, yeah. it's great. Um, we leave the show and cut back to Phineas where he's, yeah, he's talking to Ferb and he's like, well, we've brought the entire convention center to the brink of an intergenre geek war, which I'm like, you yeah. guys didn't do anything. <laughs> I know. I was like, different from every other episode of this entire show, this right? is actually not it's your not fault. It's not your fault. It's also, like, not your responsibility. Like, I know yeah, that not your problem. Your friends, Go find Clive Addison. Yeah, Who cares? Literally, just leave. Like, you you actually don't have to talk to those people. Um, right? Also, I forgot about this, but it did, I did have a note about it in this scene, which is that I think Ferb dyed his hair white for this. Okay. Yeah. I hope he did. And I wish it we was love white for, like, a few more episodes. He looks great. His hair is incredible. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So, Phineas is like, it's up to us to extend the olive branch of diplomacy. And once again, yeah, I'm like, no. It's not, though. It's not. So, there. Phineas is, like, going to go talk to Buford, and Ferb is going to go talk to Baljeet. Uh, Candace <laughs> is, has finally reached the Ducky Momo part of the convention. Yeah. And she goes, I have more than one note okay. about this section of the convention hall. My note is just her comment, which is, oh, the momoness of it all. The sheer momosity. <laughs> the sheer momosity. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, it's great. Yeah. There mean, is, like, one part. So, like, <clears throat> it kind of does some shots of, like, all the Ducky Momo merch that's available. Right. And, like, it pans over some movie posters. And, like, one of them is for Ducky Momo the movie, mm-hmm. the tagline of which is, it'll make you come back from Momo, which is hilarious. Awesome. And then the second movie is called Son of Ducky Momo, and what? it's, like, another Ducky Momo with an eye patch. <laughs> it's okay. so good. I feel like I need more Ducky Momo content. Honestly, At maybe. At least a little bit. 
there also at some point i don't remember when this is but there's like a 75 foot statue of ducky momo as the statue of liberty like in a toga holding a torch it's enormous and I can't believe it doesn't come into play at all. They oh just have gosh. it there. Like, Ducky Mo- this is a Ducky Momo this convention is, where, yeah. like, Star Wars and Lord of the They're Rings like were also featured, invited tangentially. Yeah. Like, it's not about that. Nope. She, it's crazy. It's the headliner. Okay, cool. It is. Um, yeah, Candace is there, and she's uh, looking at all the stuff, and Susie spots her and is like, Ducky Momo! <laughs> Jeremy's with Susie presumably there to watch her at a giant convention center because she's four yeah susie runs after candace and they're like at full sprint jeremy just goes susie and then stops and goes oh that poor sap in the costume i was like jeremy dude go get (laughs) your sister your sister what the flip is wrong this is the second time she's just run away and he's been like oh okay i'm like like no she's she's a child abducted you don't know who's in that ducky momo costume you really do not so scary especially because it's running away so it's clearly not like a convention sanctioned mascot it's just some weirdo who came in full ducky momo costume yeah anyway you could hide so many children inside of there it's a giant costume true bad vibes jeremy um bad vibes (laughs) you're a bad babysitter babysitter. anyway so she chases candace into this like scary even know it's not a ride right it's just like no a... it's called like alien nest yeah. and it's just like a walk through like a haunted experience house, like, yeah. i guess anyway, the point is it's, it's full scary. of giant yellow eggs the exact size and shape of ducky Mom. yeah so candace like runs in there and hides like yeah disguises herself as part of the backdrop and Susie, the four-year-old goes in and is terrified right and runs out she like keeps running in and candace goes the other way so i'm like candace listen i guess it's like a tunnel situation but that's fair still also like i respect that candace doesn't want anyone to know she's ducky momo she also hates Susie, but again Susie's four and you should right. just be like hey Susie, it's like it's me like let's go sorry you're in this really scary haunted thing or just, like, act like ducky you are an official Ducky Momo. Yeah. Give her a hug, like, take oh. a selfie, and then move on right? with like, your day. Who cares? Like, don't say anything. Your costume quacks right. anyway. Yeah. Most mascots don't speak. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. So. Whatever. Candace goes the other way. She escapes. Uh, fine. Phineas <laughs> is just, like, standing in the middle of the convention center, wondering how he's going to get to Buford. And Irving comes up to him. Phineas is like kind of talking to himself. Whatever. Yeah, he's I just like, monologuing in the middle I get of this convention center. No judgment because I do that every he's day. He's like, I Walmart. miss my brother. I wanted yeah. to meet a special effects guy. Ugh. It's 4 p.m. Yeah, exactly. It's rough. And yeah, so Irving comes up and is like, hey, are you working on your battle strategy? And Phineas is like, dude, I don't have time for this. But then he's like, also, you know it is crazy that like Valjean had clearly established himself as the leader of this group and Phineas was there for eight seconds and like didn't want anything to do with it and is already the de facto general of this okay, army. Right? <laughs> like, poor Valjean. Oh my gosh. <sighs> but just has so much natural riz. People are just, like, just like, we'll follow you into battle, well, Phineas. I know. Also, ugh. I have never felt bad for Phineas in an episode except for this one. Except for this one. He's the least problematic character. 
Um, he really is. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I am. And is like, teach tricks Irving into helping him. Which right. is where, yeah, Irving's like, I'm at your, you know, will. And his little arm comes out of his head. Insane. Yeah, his scary Inspector Gadget it, arm. Yeah. Phineas is like, oh, great. We're going to have to modify your costume so you can get behind enemy lines. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. They just cover him in moss. And he's like a full tree stuff. It's like a good costume. I, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys did a great job, honestly. Right. I'm like, where did you get that? I don't know. I have I a mean, lot of questions. Who knows? It's Comic-Con. True. Anyway, so yeah, dress him up as like a tree stump. He's got the vibe. And he goes into the, whatever, Finky's camp. And uh, yeah. which once again, a camp I'm that like, they have just set, set up, up, I guess, yeah, in, the middle. in the middle. There's like fur rugs on the floor. It's a whole thing. Buford has like a throne. Yeah, he's imagine, eating a turkey leg. Like, being an adult who just likes. Imagine being Clive Addison, who yeah. apparently doesn't know about this. We'll get to that later. And yeah, you're just like <gasps> I know. at this convention and you see all these kids like setting up fur rugs anyway. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. So, yeah, Irving goes in, and Buford's like, what do you want? And Irving does, like, a Star Wars-style projection of Phineas, once again. Quote-unquote, right. special effects. <laughs> yeah, can't it's do this the anymore. hologram, just, I guess, that yeah. they can do in real life. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> um, and Phineas is like, you know, Buford, he gives this, like, little speech, but he's just like, Finkies and Speckies are all outcasts. We should be friends. And Buford's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, right. I don't really know what Phineas thought would happen, but yeah. It didn't work. It did I want to say, I was very distracted during this entire scene because, so everyone in the, like, Finky's camp is wearing, like, brown and gray and green, right. like, elf and wizard costumes, except for one guy who is wearing, like, a hot pink what? unicorn, like, full body costume. Oh. And he's just in, like, the corner of a couple shots, but I was like, who is, it's like a unicorn with butterfly wings. What? And I was just like, what is that character? How like, what? You that? are part of something different, and I don't just, understand like, why you're here. One of his siblings or something is in this little camp. I don't know. Yeah, That's I don't crazy. know, but I was just like, what is that he's guy doing here? here? I mean, maybe. He's here for a fourth Anyways. thing that's not really represented. He thought, yeah, he thought it was he's like, I guess better. this is the closest that I could yeah. get. Maybe he just loves the drama, you know? Can't, I mean, honestly, relate. fair. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Buford's like, no, thank you. Ferb is also trying to, like, oh, sorry, I was trying to scroll down. Ferb, yeah, is also trying to, like, you know, convince uh, Baljeet to, like, which I don't really know... I don't know why Phineas and Ferb switch. Like, I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know. They're doing their best. I don't know either. But anyway. It doesn't totally make sense, but yeah. it's fine. Also, Ferb sneaks into that bathroom under literally a bed sheet. Okay, And the yeah. two teenagers <laughs> guarding it are like, so he's invisible. Oh, no. <laughs> Just let him go inside. It's so funny. Like, I don't, I don't know. It is funny that, like, they're still abiding by, like, the rules of, pretendness you know what i mean like right like they're just playing a pretend like game. it's like yeah whatever it's also funny because ferb is the special effects king like their whole thing yeah. for this whole deal is he like couldn't come we up could, with he could just else. turn invisible yeah, probably probably <laughs> like, who knows? no kidding oh geez anyway so yeah 
he's like sneaks into the bathroom where Baljeet has his throne or whatever and get gets past the quote unquote guards which once again I'm like whatever if like if I saw two 12 year olds outside the bathroom I'd be like I don't think I really want to go in there I don't really want to go there um yeah, yeah. Baljeet he Ferb comes in and Baljeet's like speak and Ferb like starts to talk and Baljeet goes you'll not you won't charm me with your silver tongue whatever. with your elfin tongue, tongue. yeah and then um, Ferb like puts up his hand and Baljeet goes your magic rune signs are worthless here. Whatever. Anyway, it's a whole yeah. thing. He says the conversation is over and orders two other guys to quote unquote transport him away. One guy's just like up high with a flashlight on him and they do like a Woo. Yeah. They're like Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> anyway, oh, no. Ferb and Phineas are like, wow, this is depressing. Uh, Phineas is like, right. oh, this didn't really turn out the way I wanted at all. And out of nowhere, Clive Addison, they're like right next to his table or whatever. Clive Addison is like, yeah, they're I like don't at his panel. Feel. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Clive Addison, the only person we wanted to see today. <laughs> We're oh, such no. big fans. We love you. And he's like, well, you're the only ones. And they're like, no, no, no. Everyone else is just really busy going to war <laughs> over which of your movies. I guess like, Clive Addison has to be like the feature here because like I guess he worked on both those franchises or something because he's like oh I never wanted to tear people apart I'm like I don't it's not your fault Clive (laughs) you just say that I wanted to use special effects to join the nations of this earth together in (laughs) peace and hope which is hilarious (laughs) but yeah also like this can't be his first rodeo. Like, he has right? to know. If these fandoms canonically hate each other and this isn't some freak like, oh, mass yeah, hysteria incident, at, he's yeah, probably like, every... yeah, I know about nerds. Like, <laughs> I've been on Reddit. Right? Also, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So. It is stupid, he's though. Like he's, like, bummed. Right. They're, like, bummed. And, yeah, he's like, oh, I just wanted to unite everyone. Da, da, da. Face is like, oh, my gosh. I have a great idea. <laughs> it's. Spoilers, special effects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only idea I've had this whole episode. Um, we, we cut to the Speckies and Finkies who are beginning their uh, march to war. Oh, yes. Listen, I am not like a John Philip Sousa, but I love a good like <laughs> war march. Like, it's so uh, good. Battle Hymn of the Republic situation. This song it's is slaps. so funny. It's great. Also, the entire song is one sentence it's a a song long run on sentence sentence? (laughs) no punctuation in the whole thing nothing it's crazy anyway yeah it's fun it's good it also is giving that like just the beginning uh that's hung from robots from the like people who are down in the crazy fire ladies the chop oh yeah right it's just because it's got that like rhythmic yeah. yeah Anyway, it's also, there is one shot where, like, all of the Star Trek nerds, like, do their inhalers all at once while they're <laughs> marching, which is hilarious. It's a good bit. So, yeah, they're doing their march. They're going to war. Candace is where it all comes together. Candace, like, is a, <laughs> at one side of the convention hall and, like, spots on the other side of the convention floor this rare piece of, like, Ducky Momo merchandise it's a plate where they printed the wrong saying it says i hate people <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i was like listen i also would love to own that i know plate. that's I hilarious like, that's so funny and they should just be selling those all the time 
Like I know. Also, shout out to the part in VeggieTales. Yes. uh, The fib from outer space where he breaks his dad's limited edition collector plate where they printed the entire design upside upside down. down. Yeah, perfect. It's uh, yeah. Um, It's great. It's great. So she spots it, and she's like, "All I have to do is walk over without drawing too much attention to myself." Which, again, yeah. impossible. She has her head off while she's saying this. Yeah, she's wearing a giant ducky mumbo costume. So she puts her head on, and she's, like, going over to the other side. Um, This is the, like, sh- she is on the floor where all the people are fighting. So they're just, like, marching towards each other, and she chooses to walk directly in the middle of them with her quacky yeah. ducky momo costume. So she's just, like, walking, and they all stop, and she's, like, looks around and keeps walking and it's like quack 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 she yeah. draws also as not much to like belabor this point but there are 500 people yeah on the floor of this convention center in like lined ranks like getting ready to fight each other and i'm just like where is security okay <laughs> like that's what i'm saying where are the employees why is no one stopping this like what 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 are you doing right don't know but it's insane ridiculous it is it is ridiculous so anyway she gets out um and uh sorry they start charging again yeah the war starts yeah it's giving like that the ken fight from the barbie movie energy like they're all just like pretending to like hit each other they're like throwing dice Right, they're fighting with action figures. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's, it's good, you know? It's it's good. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's better than them point. literally fighting each other, yeah. I know. Anyway, at this moment, we cut back to Doofenpuss. And the scene is that the, like, imposter mayor appears in front of everyone. He's <laughs> to establish his various new pro-ninja vampire laws. Yeah, um, classic. Amazing. <laughs> Doofenpuss and Perry. He also... Yeah has this assistant who is giving the guy from Goodwitch his name I already forgot. Oh. Jared. Yes. I was going to say Jason. Yes, Jared. Close. Jason is the other guy. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, he's he's funny. Yeah. Do we, anyway. Anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. Do we more some Perry appear which then the mayor just like the mayor imposter, I guess, whatever. Right, Transform- werewolf mayor. Yeah, werewolf mayor transforms into Except- not a werewolf. Yeah, um, like a demon. Yeah, like an <laughs> insane like 48 monster. Feet tall. Yeah, yeah, it's bonkers, it's crazy. Then it like cuts to this like a TV producer who's tied up, and like you see that it's like a pitch from Doofenshmirtz, and he's listening and he's like, uh, "You can't just like throw a monster into a story. That's lazy writing." Yeah. Also, side note, this guy's name is uh-huh. Jeff McGarland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who is a thinly veiled uh, parody of Seth MacFarlane. Right. Who is the creator of Family Guy. Dan worked sure. with him on Family Guy before he made Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Full there's story. also a giant banner behind. We know this because yes. there's a giant banner behind him that says, Meet Jeff, Jeff McGarland, Big Shot TV exec. Yeah. And I was like, again, is that who is oh, usually my. at Comic Con doing no. things? Like. 
anyway. That's not how it works. Also, I thought in my head, Doofenshmirtz was like showing a demo reel, like a video of oh. this. He just has a storyboard up. Right? So he's just, he just telling this telling story, story. And what we've been watching is his imagination, oh I guess. So good. And he's doing a great job. He's doing honestly. a great job. So he does that. Yeah. Perry's tied up next to him. Jeff is like, you can't just throw a monster into blah, blah, blah. And then a giant monster storms past them and everyone's like screaming and right jeff is like never mind that's a great idea yeah, he's like it's lazy it's lazy writing and then it yeah. happens yeah doof is like super excited you know because jeff is like this is a great show i love it let's produce it doof is like soon fans of my show will like me so much they'll do my bidding great um clearly not true no. based on the rest of what we've seen in this episode yeah. but sure <laughs> and then jeff is like but we should give the platypus a girlfriend. And Doof, like, yeah. goes off the wall. He's, like, refuses. <laughs> and he goes, me and my artistic integrity are out. Great. Oh, um, also, I guess that Disney executives wanted Perry to have a girlfriend. Like, actually? And Dan Hovenmeyer is... was like, no. Obviously, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Can you imagine no. in friggin' 2009, no. the monstrosity of like a female oh presenting platypus that we have, would have had to endure? <laughs> She's like light purple. <laughs> no. Okay. Has like a snatched platypus waist oh for no gosh. reason. Ugh. Yeah. Thank goodness Thank Dan Pavenmeyer saved us from that. I, yeah. I don't even know. <gasps> oh, no. Anyway anyway the monster's like storming around the convention center buford's just gonna like bounce like he's getting ready to literally go home which is yeah, you know like, like that's this is fair enough. it's like i actually <laughs> didn't want this Belgique's like is that what whatever whoever buford's cosplaying as would do and buford's like oh no. yeah odoff stumble hump or whatever sure. <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember yeah um also, there's a part where Belgique holds up a thing and he's like, these readings don't oh, yeah. make any sense. And Irving, uh, Albert Irving goes, that's a pencil, pencil sharpener. sharpener. Amazing. Uh, incredible. Yeah. So Belgique, no, Buford stays. They decide to join forces, fight the monster. They're doing great. Candace buys the plate and she then the monster comes up to her and she drops it and it breaks, which I was like, she can't have anything today. And I will say that plate was fifteen dollars, which doesn't yeah. seem like enough for like a, like limited a limited edition, edition. Yeah, collector like, plate. Uh, okay, like, I don't think so, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, then we see that Face and Ferb and Clive Addison are up on a like deck, like an observation deck. Uh, with that, like I guess you can see the whole convention floor, and they're like controlling this monster with special effects, whatever. Yeah, with one projector, apparently. Yeah. Also, Ferb is, like, in one of those suits with, like, the ping pong balls oh, all over yes. it. And I was like, is he doing the motions of the monster? monster? Or is he just wearing that to be on theme? You know, there's no way to know. Because there's no camera looking at him. And Clive Addison seems to be controlling the monster, with, like, like, with lemmers. Yeah. Which, again, is not how it's it works. Not... <laughs> okay. It's, Do you think it's this whole episode magic. was like a dig at special effects from Dan? And I don't know. That seems crazy. I know, like, right? <laughs> your old deal. Anyways, it also is funny because like this is definitely an act of terrorism. Like okay. somebody got yeah. trampled to death in this episode. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, four people died at this convention center. For dev at least, right? Yeah. And several children are traumatized because there's a whole Ducky Momo section full of toddlers that just saw a monster demolish a crowd of people. Yeah, insane. Um. Anyway, they're having a lot of fun up there. Clive's like, watch, I'm going to lurch it to the right. I'm like, dude, yeah. people are panicking. <laughs> Clive, yeah, so many people have are some screaming. moral decency. <laughs> nope, not him. Not him. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Candace <coughs> is like, Sorry. this monster is crazy. So crazy it's fake. <laughs> it takes <laughs> her like on, four seconds. I know about crazy things. She's like, mm. Yeah. And so yeah, she takes one of the kids' wands and she's like, that doesn't work. And she's like, you know, oogity boogity or whatever, like does a fake spell. And then they make the yeah. monster disappear right when she does that, to be funny. And everyone's I like, have questions about yeah. this monster. I feel like we didn't describe it. That's true, because it's I like don't a want giant to. <laughs> naked bunny rabbit. It's, <laughs> it's like giving... jacked for no reason, and then yeah, it has one robot super... arm and one robot eye. It's, it's wearing so a loincloth. Yeah. That's it's not like, like an existing pink. IP. I don't think it's based on anything real. It has like weird little bat wings. Yeah. But I was just like, did they have that, like, locked and loaded? Like, that was That's a design their on their demo reel? Yikes. Because that is bad. He's also wearing a tiny wizard hat. I don't know. Yeah. It's There's just a lot it's of things going on. a lot going on. And, so, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. Um, it anyway, yeah, Candace is like, this is fake. You can't, you also can't defeat a monster with your pretend wands. Um... Yeah. And then, yeah, she defeats the monster. You know, they make it disappear. And everyone's yeah. like, ah, Ducky Momo! Woohoo! And Candace, they, like, lift her up in the air. And she takes her hat yeah. off, and it's like, oh, it's just some dumb teenage girl. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You guys she does go, suck. It's me. I'm who you love. Yeah. Just <laughs> funny. But, yeah, then they immediately turn on her, which is like, so mean. You guys are terrible people. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so she's like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> sad. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, everyone like walks away from her and Jeremy walks up and is like, uh, Candace, that was awesome. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're what not embarrassed to be seen with me. And he's yeah. like, that's nah. fine. Susie likes it. I'm like, okay. Susie's there for it. Yeah. And then, yeah, Susie comes up and like gives her a hug. Great. Very Great. nice. Um, yeah, Face and Ferb and Clive are all just hanging out. They're just like, just vibing. they're like, well, we fixed it. We fixed the problem. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you actually did he it. Goes, Your hollow projection device is brilliant. And I was like, yeah, I'd have more yeah, follow-up questions Yeah, ask some more it, questions, though. Clive. Like, oh, are you going to use this for evil slash... Right. Have you sold this to, to any government? government? Yeah bad how does it work because it seems like it's magic right anyway no he's just like oh you guys are great if you need a job in 10 years here's my business card i'm like okay imagine Alrighty. telling that to a 10 year old I just... um yeah yeah they're like ooh, fantastic love it uh ferb ferb goes oh what i would love to do is direct and he clive goes oh you and me both <laughs> <laughs> sure um yeah oh jeez and then we cut to doofenshmirtz who is at his house watching tv and doofenpuss comes on 
Yeah. And, well, it's not Doofenpuss, it's, like, the Perry the, I don't know, whatever the platypus and his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Puss and girlfriend. Yeah. Human girlfriend. Human for the girlfriend. Platypus. The platypus is also being played by a human man. Uh, yeah. In a weird, bad I, platypus I guess makes costume. sense. But, okay. It does. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, they do, like, one scene from that. And Doofenshmirtz goes, oh, this was way better. I should have sold out. <laughs> and <laughs> it's then... Not. Another thing, sorry, about okay. Doof watching this. He's, like, sitting in a chair watching the TV. Next to him on the coffee table is an enormous, like, dinosaur egg. <laughs> what? And I was like, is that just the decor you have in your house? He's also eating a TV dinner the size of a full lunch tray. Like, it's... <laughs> it is pretty big. Enormous. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's the end. And then they play the Ducky Momo song again. They sure do. It's it's a bop. Good. Oh, man. Anyway, it's a really good episode and everyone should watch it instead of listening to us talk about it. <laughs> I know. Especially because, yeah, we only... It's, we only we're, not, we're under yeah, an, hour. an hour. Unprecedented. <laughs> this episode's going to be literally 10 minutes. <laughs> I know, right? I feel... I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't have really anything. Okay, wait. I do have it. one thing it's and just it's really just good. that this is the actually oh, exact episode. Not really exact, but there is a psych episode <laughs> that takes place at a comic-con so this is oh wait that, yeah you're right you know. and i think we might have already used it for something but i know i thought that too but okay. it's not for that it's for this because this one is, it's for yeah, this clearly <laughs> this the same <laughs> right oh man yep yeah it's listen it's a good episode mm-hmm. i was trying to remember what was next but i my since i'm watching them on amazon they're all mixed up oh uh is it another? Is it Hawaiian vacation? Where is my tab? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> scroll, scroll. Wow. Uh, Next produced, yeah, Hawaiian vacation. Another two-parter. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. We only have like five more episodes yeah. in the season. Sorry, we didn't finish. Yeah, we did. Yes. Sorry, I haven't released an episode in 12 weeks. It just, you know, sometimes life comes at you fast. Yeah. Plus, we're really busy developing our Good Witch podcast. Yeah. um, (laughs) If any of you are fans of Hallmark, you better get ready because... Except not really because we can't can't, even do this this podcast. So if any of you are fans of Hallmark and want to just produce a podcast with our ideas you just go ahead and let us know because yeah honestly <laughs> yeah oh i'm in my good witch era it's again so, so funny and terrible it's so good it's not it's not, not good, good but it is it's good it's fantastic yeah 